Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Our Conversations. My name is Cindy Oraganga. I am a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here talking to you guys about black people, Africans and empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me on social media at Ndewaraganga or come over to my YouTube channel at Ndewaraganga where I profile Africa through people, politics and culture. Now to today's video, um, ECOWAS has said they're going to kick out Niger from the West African bloc. I'm not going to keep this video long. I want to take a different approach from it. I, my question that I want to pose to you and pose in this video is, who really is in charge of ECOWAS? And whose interest does ECOWAS serve? Okay, because ECOWAS is, is a bloc that is meant to serve the needs of West African countries that is meant to unite West African countries. There should be a place where all West African countries come, where there's a problem, it's solved amicably and unanimously within the ECOWAS region. When did this dictator sort of move? Where did it come from? You know, um, um, where did where did that demigod status of saying we are going to expel you come from? You know, um, what were the merits? What were the merits to decide that they're going to expel Niger? And at what cost? I'll tell you what I think. I think that this is France. This is France. And this is the second phase of neocolonialism that we're seeing that divides and conquer, where a bloc that is supposed to be united to stand together, even in the face of conflict, in the face of adversity, it's beginning to break away, it's beginning to disintegrate, it's beginning to make radical decisions. And you know what? It makes it very easy for these people to come back in again. Because who was the most aggrieved person when the coup in Niger happened? France. Let me take you back. In June, I think in June, President Mohamed Bazoum was ousted from power by the military junta. And some of the things that they accused him of was misappropriation of power and just corruption. The government was not doing great. The country is not doing great. It's one of the poorest countries, one of the least developed countries in the world. Despite the fact that this country has its rich in natural resources, it supplies France with nearly 20% of uranium, yet 80% of Niger does not have electricity. They depend on aid. They have, they're, they're at risk of hunger. So what part of this country under Mohammed Bazoum was going so great that the military coup is so grave? Let me pose that question again. What part of President Mohammed Bazoum's leadership and governance was going so great that the military taking over power is so grave? Mark you, I am not excusing military regimes. They are not the best. History has proven us time and time again that military regimes are not necessarily a good thing. There's a reason why we have constitutional bodies and it's because of oversight, you know. I'll give you a practical example. When Donald Trump was elected in power, I was following those elections very keenly, and people were crying, and it looked like there's this wave of hopelessness. And they interviewed a young boy. He was 17 years old, I think. And they asked him, you don't look very sad. And he said, I, 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 I am heartbroken that he's in office, but I, I, I don't trust the man. I trust the office. To mean that an America might have its own challenges, but the system is built in that there are checks and balances. And sometimes when military regimes come in, that is not there. But then again, in all honesty, even with democratic governments that we have elected, 
they find their way around systems that are meant to protect people. And that's why Niger is a country that is rich in natural resources, yet is poor. That is why a country like Niger can go to the elections thinking that they're electing a leader, yet they're putting in place somebody who France wants, somebody who's doing the dirty work for France. You know, the largest drone base by America is in Niger. What benefit do they have? France had, I think, 1,500 boots on ground in Niger. For what? For what? And all these are not allegations. It's facts. It's out there. There was a time both Algeria and Egypt said they're calling for peace in Niger because France asked if they could use their airspace to launch a military attack on Niger, a sovereign territory. Knowing all these things, many of these ECOWAS countries have suffered under the, 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 the iron fist of France. They know what La France Afrique is, you know? They know. And instead of standing in solidarity with not just Niger, but Mali, Burkina Faso, Guinea, they've begun by expelling Niger. To mean that the next time that France or America, the UK says we don't like this person, they're going to be expelled and expelled and expelled. There was a time, even before this, this threat of expulsion, they had threatened military intervention. And it took Mali, Burkina Faso, Guinea coming out and saying, you touch one of us, you touch all of us. Because my brothers, you know exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to liberate ourselves. We're trying to fight for our own independence. We want to control our own resources. We want our money to remain here in our central banks. We want to stop paying France for, for the infrastructure that they built during the colonial era that we still have to pay for it to this very present day. We want to stop receiving aid from France, which is technically our money, that comes with conditionalities. What part of that is so hard to understand? It's such a pity because all these Africans are just being hypocritical. All these countries that are now taking a high horse to, to, to oust Niger out of ECOWAS are very hypocritical. Let's take a look at Nigeria, for example. President Bola Ahmed Tinibu, the nature in which he was elected. Nigerian elections were allegedly stolen. They were shambolic. They were chaotic, to say the least. Nigeria now, more than ever, is very divided. They have a leader who's been in office for nearly six months, and he hasn't garnered half of the country's support. So, please tell me, what gives you the moral compass to judge Niger? The people of Niger were actually celebrating when the coup happened. So what is your problem? You know, what is your problem? Let's take a look at Ghana. The economy tumbled. The economy tumbled. I lived there. When I say it tumbled, it tumbled. The price of toilet paper doubled. Do you know what it means for the price of toilet paper to double? Your country is, is you've hit rock bottom. You've really hit rock bottom if the price of toilet paper doubles in your country. That happens. People gave him grace. But this country is then, because there's an outsider who's pulling the strings and, and controlling and deciding what happens here, what happens there, it's a case of isolating Niger, making an example out of Niger, so that Burkina Faso, Mali, Guinea can fall in line. Because now they will know that going against France has repercussions. It's the same um, 
strategy that America uses. If you go against them, look at Uganda, they've frozen out, they've frozen them out on every form of funding. And that, my friends, is the reality of West Africa. ECOWAS is not just ECOWAS. ECOWAS is Francis Puppet. You might disagree, you might agree, but the facts are right in front of you. Make whatever you think out of them. But for me, I just don't think that it makes any sense for ECOWAS to be expelling one of its members, particularly because of how fragmented the region is. It doesn't even make sense. If anything, they should be the people trying to find dialogue, trying to find a way forward, trying to work with the military so that there can be a transition government in place. This move is too radical. It's not a cause. I refuse. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Um, like this video, share it with a friend and follow me on social media at Andrea Ganga. You can come over to my YouTube channel at Andrea Ganga, where I profile Africa through people, politics and culture. I'll see you again next time.